Welcome, welcome to Mozzie and the Muscle, our show about all things football and, well, maybe just a few things outside of that. We are not reporters, we are not journalists, but damn it, we do love to talk about it. Welcome into Fantasy Football with Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by my co-host, who is flyer than a jet stream, as the Swifties say, Mozzie. <laughs> How we doing? Um, I'm doing well here. Um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're talking football, so it's hard to not be good. Um, yeah. We've got a lot of injury news here on, on these games, so I, I, I don't think all the players are are doing super well, but... um. How, how are you doing? Have the have the Jets brought you down too much, or are you still are you still making it through? Yeah, we're doing all right. I think that uh, you know they're figuring a lot of things out. Part of that is their O line. You know, they gotta figure out where each guy needs to go and keep them there. <laughs> and keep them there. So, I in a weird way actually feel somewhat fine that they're gonna eventually turn things around i think people are super reactionary to how things go at the beginning like people that thought jordan love was really good because he did well in fantasy and then they got to watch him on thursday night football and <laughs> uh this guy still needs time to develop huh yeah there, there were booze at lambo that's how you know it's rough yep never heard booze at lambo yeah they, they kept saying that on the broadcast they're like they they were like so flabbergasted like why why are there booze here this is like a new noise I didn't know they knew how to do <laughs> and then we both simultaneously called it lambu lambu it is spooky season it is, it is spooky season that's why ah Rogers <laughs> but uh, speaking of spooky we have to see uh, Ritter play uh, in London kicking off our our Sunday games here At we've 9 got yeah we've got the the Atlanta quote-unquote, at Jacksonville, which I think is fair given how much Jacksonville plays in London. I think that's okay to call it a home game, sort of, for them. Yeah, I would agree. We're both taking the underdog here, though. Yeah. Yeah. The Jags are favored by three, and I'm not really feeling that. Um, Again, I know, like, it's it's hard to pick a Ritter-led team over a Lawrence-led team, just, like, on the surface. (laughs) But... I think the injuries are kind of rough uh, for Jacksonville at this point. Like, Devin Lloyd's out. Zay Jones is out. I think Anton Harrison will be in. But missing like missing a key linebacker against the Falcons really sucks. Yeah. that That's bad. Because we know what the Falcons want to do. They want to run the ball with Bijan and Al Jair. And even Ritter. And it's easy to do all three of those things against the Jags, especially with Lloyd out. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be kind of <laughs> got tough for them. Um, they, thankfully, they've still got um, oh, sorry, Anton Harrison and uh, Fatu Kasi are both questionable, but I, th- I think they'll play. Uh, if one of those guys ends up out, especially Harrison, the big oof. But honestly, both are pretty important in this matchup. I think. So I watched. Uh the Jags Texans game last week, like on game pass after the, after all the games, because you know, Jacksonville losing, what was it? 37 to 17 
to the Texans doesn't feel like it should happen, so I kind of wanted to see what was going on there. Mm -hmm. And no, they definitely deserve to lose. Um, They looked awful (laughs) in basically every phase of the ball. Their special teams was almost probably single-handedly responsible for the huge deficit that they had, (laughs) which, like, I expect that to improve because I'm sure that that's going to be a huge focal point for them this week is fixing the special teams. But yeah, their special teams were the one of the worst performances I think I've ever seen from a team. They gave up <laughs> a touchdown to a fullback. Oh, was it Andrew Beck or something? Yeah, like but yeah. to Andrew Beck. They had their first field goal they missed. Their second field goal was blocked um they muffed punts they like i i don't even know if i could have taken enough notes it was like every special teams play they did something really stupid (laughs) um so that was one big thing they also had a million penalties and like the texans had penalties too but where they were at just during the drive was what was so big that the Jags couldn't get out of their own way. They would just kill their own drives with really stupid penalties. Ridley got a false start twice. Ridley, the wide receiver, um, <laughs> had not in the game. Yeah, had most of it not. thinking about uh, you know the total. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he bet. Maybe he bet. Yeah, maybe he bet the under. Uh, so there are a lot of things that I think they'll improve upon one of the things i did look at was anton harrison because he was their draft pick and he was someone the jets could have taken and i was kind of iffy on that because i wasn't super high on him but he looked really good he was basically just soloing his uh matchup every single play so him being that's good news for them yeah yeah is is pretty big um, he was one of their best pieces on the O-line, and if he is out or hobbled and plays a little bit and then goes out, that's just that's really bad because their O-line is hanging on by a thread at this point. Um, yeah, they, they really needed him to be good. So it's, it's, it's good for them that he's been solid, but yeah, I think he left in the middle of last week, and so yeah. pulled up his middle. He left at some point during the last game. Um, so he's gotten some later practices practices in, but that's someone we'll have to keep an eye on. Um, O-line yeah, is crazy, so he might play. Yeah, like most of the time, like there's a few exceptions. Like I know Bakhtiari kind of became like one of the exceptions. There's a few, like I feel like it's always like a really talented tackle that's oft injured. We'll see like a few guys, like like some of the Cowboys tackles throughout the years. But for the most part, a questionable lineman usually plays. Yeah. Um, I like how we both independently reached the same kind of conclusion on <laughs> what Atlanta was going to do uh, on against the Jags here. But on the Jag side... Uh, I think Evan Inger was my favorite. Yeah, I really like him this week. Yeah, Atlanta's kind of weaker in the middle of the field, and every game they've allowed up tight end production. Um, not, not, not as much to the Packers just because they didn't really like. They had like no yards on offense. The Packers against the Falcons um, somehow put up twenty four points. Yeah, like Musgrave didn't do a ton in that game, but percentage of yardage wise, it was pretty decent. And then you know. Laporta balled out last week, um, and then Hayden Hurst got a touchdown, 40 yards. So that kind of fits their defense, too. So I think Evan Ingram, who's a prominent player, there's no Zay Jones. Uh, so I think we're going to get a strong Evan Ingram game here. 
Yeah. In fact, I'll even throw in Brenton Strange, too. Um, just because I did see him in there a lot, he is a way better blocker than Evan Ingram. I mean, <laughs> is it? <laughs> it's like night and day. So they might both be in for... They might run two tight end sets, and that might mean that Strange gets a couple looks as well. Especially if you're yep. near the red zone, and if you're missing Anton Harrison, then you really need Strange over there. Yeah, that yeah that would make sense too. Like if it's just Ridley and Kirk at receiver too. Like I don't know if he'll feel super pressed to get Jamal Agnew out there a ton. Yeah, he and fumbled he, if, and looked really bad. I mean, he's Jamal Agnew. Like <laughs> he's had five games, but like you know, perspective on that. So yeah, we're we're both taking the upset here with Atlanta pulling it out. Maybe. Maybe having a guy named London and London will be the key. Who knows? That, that um, was cool. Uh, the one thing I did want to mention is that Jacksonville looked really susceptible to running quarterbacks because even Stroud was scrambling on them and getting yards, and he doesn't like to do that. He can, but he doesn't like he to. He can. He doesn't like to. <laughs> <laughs> Which is hilarious for some reason. But So I actually think Ritter will have a fine day because he does like to run um they need him to run to have yeah. an offense <laughs> yeah my as much as like we think atlanta will win i also somewhat hope ritter is just so bad that we get heineke soon because like <laughs> they're they're managing to pull out games in spite of ritter right now but at a certain point when they play like actually pretty good teams i mean we even yeah. saw against the lions like at any point when they play like some top tier team, they're gonna just look so bad. Yeah, I know. But hey, anyway, maybe, uh, Jacksonville fixes all their issues, and he looks so bad that Heineke comes in. And if Heineke comes in, then I'll take the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like we're taking the Falcons regardless. Then yeah, <laughs> they'll, they'll figure it out. But um, speaking of quarterbacks looking bad, we've got uh, Watson and the Browns hosting the Ravens this week. It it sounds. Like, Watson is a bit more questionable than I think is initially let on. Uh, he's been getting quote-unquote limited practices in, but he's not really thrown, like, at all this week. Didn't throw today, recording uh, Friday afternoon, by the way. Um, and Stefanski said he's hopeful that Watson will go. And that the term hopeful always makes me concerned right. that, like, they're not confident. Um, so he's, he's the only, you know, Cleveland injury right now. But as bad as he's looked... And if his throwing shoulders hurt, like uh, I, I was, I was on Cleveland. Then now I'm kind of swinging towards Baltimore with how the news has come in. Yeah, so it is in Cleveland, and Baltimore's also got a ton of injuries. That that's the problem. Like, is Stanley gonna play? He returned to practice, um, and then Linderbaum also returned to practice. Mm-hmm. And then for the receivers, we're starting to get some Friday news. So Bateman and uh, Odell did not practice today. So um, also, let's see, St- Stanley did not practice today. And then Humphrey and then Odafe Owe and Ojabo did not practice. Um, Bateman, Humphrey, Owe, and Ojabo haven't practiced all week. Oh, it wow. might just be... It might just be, like, some rest for Stanley, because I thought I saw he got, like, uh, limited in yesterday. Yeah, they said he returned um, Wednesday. Yeah, so this might just be a rest day for him. Did he practice Thursday? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, maybe he's just, you know, hey, 
you're looking all right. Let's just not overdo it. Yeah, that's that's what I'm guessing. So the main, the main concerns are, you know, Odell, Bateman, Humphrey, Owe, Ojabo. So that's a lot of guys still. Yeah. <laughs> Chubb were in, then I'd be like, you know, I'm still going to pick Cleveland. But without him, Definitely. it's a little tougher. I don't have any fantasy desires in this game on either side. Just the defenses. Yeah, I'd like say either. you could probably pick the defenses. Um, and you, I mean, Tucker. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could see this being a very heavy field goal game, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, not, not... I mean, I guess in PPR, I think it's fine to go, like, Zay. Obviously, Mandrews is always in play, but like, I think it's fine to go Zay here just because they're designing a lot to get him the ball, and he's getting a ton of targets, so... I think... I'll take Baltimore if their line goes. Um, yeah, lots. A lot of these games are going to depend on injury stuff. <laughs> yeah, which I do. It does sound like we might get Stanley and Linderbaum, which would be huge. If they're mm-hmm. both out, though, I'll probably just switch back to Cleveland. They're just going to maul that O line. Yeah. So keep an eye on that, and especially you know with Miles Garrett there, we're gonna, they're going to need all the help they can get on the O line. I would love to see DTR, though. That'd be cool. Yeah, me too. I, I I think there's a decent chance this game we could if Watson is either hurt or ineffective or both. <laughs> um, but moving on to one of the games of the week, uh, probably probably the game of the week with Miami at Buffalo. Um, I'm not going to feel confident in either pick. I'm just picking Buffalo for now because I'm probably just going to split this matchup between the home teams each time. Yeah. Like, it's it's got to be good and close regardless. So That's pretty much what I was looking at. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I'm just going to take the home team and then I'll do the opposite the other way. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> this is this is a pretty tough one to just pick. This is a game you just watch and enjoy. Mm-hmm. And stack. In and DFS. <laughs> <laughs> and stack. Yep. As far as uh, injuries go for the Bills, uh, Brian, or sorry, not Brian Poyer. My brain makes Brian Hoyer and Jordan Poyer. Anyway, Jordan Poyer is out and then for Miami um thought I saw something about one of these backup receivers with uh like Ezukaba and Craycraft one of them's out I think but they've got Waddle back um they'll have Armstead like their line is going to be I think healthy so it's a rarity for them their line Um, doesn't even have to be healthy to be good apparently yeah (laughs) I don't understand it how they how they do that how you because they they get the ball out so freaking quickly it's insane yep is there anyone in particular you'd like? Because I'm like, this is a good game environment. I think everyone's fine. But is there anyone in particular you're like, oh, this matchup sticks out? Um, I think I immediately jump on Waddle. Reek is Reek. So you're he's in play every week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Reek every week. It rhymes. Reek every week. Doesn't matter. Uh, I mean, the... <sighs> How do you discount anybody on the Dolphins' offense? I do like Waddle a lot. I think he matches up well. In addition to being looking like he's completely healthy. Yeah, yes. If a fully back healthy Waddle is going to be nice, because um, the the silver lining of him missing with the concussion was it also gave him time to heal from his oblique thing fully. Yeah. So and they don't have Jordan Poyer, which I understand he's more of an upfront, you know, box safety, but. Yeah, which the problem though is against the Dolphins, like you need you need your safeties on point. Yeah, um, with all the speed, like that that's kind of a boost for you know 
I rather say a Chan and Mostert. Um, apparently, Devon came out and said that he, like he wants his name pronounced a Chan instead of a Chain. Interesting. Um, so I promptly nicknamed him Four uh, Chan in Sleeper. Okay. Because like pe- pe- people do like the A is four a lot, you know, on license plates and shit. So right, right. If he's just a Chan, but Four you know, Chan, I'm like, 4chan. there we go. Okay. But yeah, I, I was very thrown off because I'm like, there's an E on the end though, my guy. Like, <laughs> they're just silent. I wonder if we'll find out he was, like, messing with us. Yeah, that could happen. <laughs> this score scores an insane amount of fantasy points, trolls us, and then was like, ha, you believed it. Ha. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it looks like Craycraft and Ezukama will both be out. Um, I think. Let's see. Oh, yeah, Jalen Phillips is out, too. Oh, damn. So. He's pretty good. More offense now. <laughs> more offense. Yeah, yeah, each side's missing a key defender, so that's kind of worth noting. Um, one thing, it's kind of a DFS angle. If uh, obviously you like, you know, stacking this game is fun, but it's really expensive. So if you want to like save a little bit and still get pieces of this game, um, like Cook and Mostert and A Chain are all like fairly priced, and like especially going like Cook and A, sorry, A Chan, my bad. Um, A Chan's like fifty seven hundred. And then Cook's like sixty three hundred. This is DraftKings. I don't remember the other places. So, and I don't. I don't think they like negatively correlate either because of their passing game involvement. And they're both big play guys. So if they're both doing well enough to like work out for your lineup, they're pushing the game forward a lot. So I yeah. think that's like a, a decent way to get exposure to the game stack still for a little cheaper and in a different manner. Now I'm not gonna like say don't stack the game at all, but you know just in a more cost effective way possibly. It'd be uh, nice to see a nice, uh, what's his name, Gabe Davis week, too. He's been weirdly consistent. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's usually not, so it's kind of throwing me off that he is. Because um, last week, he just had, like, 50 yards and a touchdown. I'm like, that's not Gabe Davis. Who's this, Who's this? you know, <laughs> D- Dave, I didn't want to say Dave Gabus, but. <laughs> Dave Gabus. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's kind of, it was kind of weird for him to see like a middle to your game, um, but I mean, like everyone's gonna get involved. If anything, like my one note was that like I think we could see higher end days for Cook and Kincaid just because of how high the total is gonna be, and it's gonna be one where it's close and high scoring because like the Jets one was close and gross. Other games have not been so close. Um, yeah, so they're, they're gonna need everyone to get involved. And uh, Dalton Kincaid's been getting a lot of attention early on. Like defensively? Or you mean from Jalen? Like from Jalen. And just gotcha. being snap percentage too. Yeah, let me, let me pull up the snap percentages. He's been... Yeah. it's it, what, The weird part has just gone down. It was 80-60-50 in his snap percentage, which was kind of odd. I wonder. I mean, I wonder if they were just like, yeah, this is Washington. Yeah, that was <laughs> it was Vegas and Washington too. So that might be... <laughs> that could that could play a role. Who knows? Um, like we'll leave Knox in. You're good, man. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. This, this is this is a fun game. Just anyone from this <laughs> game is all good. Yep, bangers, everyone. If you were gonna take a quarterback, would you take Tua or would you take Jalen? Um, I think I'll you say would pay up for Jalen, right? Yeah, just because like he's more likely to be all the points. Right. Like, if you're saying, hey, pick one of these guys, because they're, at least on DraftKings, they're not too far apart. They're 800 apart. So I'd probably pick the guy who's more likely to just beat all the stuff. Right. But I don't hate either way. 
No, I don't. Obviously, think, I think they're both. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Jalen, you know, can run it in, and also yeah, just get tons of rushing yards. Mm-hmm. And he's probably let. It's more likely that Dolphins running backs, we saw last week, get a lot of the touchdowns right. versus Buffalo. We've seen a lot more times where Jalen steals everything. Yeah. So balanced offense. Hmm. <laughs> Jalen, stop offense. <laughs> uh, but next up, we've got uh, Pittsburgh at Houston. I'm not going to say the opposite of this game, but very different from the game before. Kind of the opposite. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do want to watch this one, though, but not in a very different, you know, reason. Yeah, I think it'll be like a really telling game for both teams. Like, I feel like it give, it give, it'll give us a lot of context, too for what, what we've seen so far, just because Pittsburgh has been all defense and, like, they didn't live up to some of the offensive hype. Meanwhile, Houston, like, Houston's been kind of the opposite, like, the I'll, I'll say the inverse of what I think we kind of expected, where the, I, I guess the injuries have played a part. They've, they've, been, they've been getting gouged on defense, which I know we mentioned that would probably start that way, but they've just had so many injuries, it's hard for them to really recover. But the offense has been a lot better than I, I definitely expected, especially with the O-line injuries. So. Yeah. I mean, it helps that, like, 20 of their 53 are linemen. <laughs> they just have so many. And they have a ton of those guys are out, but still. It's yeah, not 20, so, but it is, like, 16. <laughs> yeah, they got a lot of linemen. Um, and on that, so uh, we don't have Friday stuff for them yet, I don't think. At least not that I've seen. But um, on Houston, so Tunsil... Perriman, Tavier Thomas, he's your slot corner, uh, did not practice Thursday. And then Josh Jones, who's Tunchel's backup, did not practice Thursday. So ho- hopefully at least one of those guys could go because getting down that deep on your lineman is rough. I, mean, I assume they could you know, shift someone. But um, and we will have Petrie back, it looks like. And then nice. on um, on Houston, um, for Thursday DMPs, we had A-Rob, James Daniels, and Darnell Washington. Darnell said he'd be okay in play. I haven't seen an A-Rob update, but you know, with him, I'm like, it could just be rest. Um, and then, although he does this listed with ankle, um, so he and James Daniels will need updates on. Although I don't I don't think you're playing A-Rob, but I think James Daniels is probably the more important one. Did you uh, see anything about Perryman? I've not seen any updates on Perryman yet now. Because that was one thing I noticed is that Jacksonville, it's like it, you can run on Houston. Uh, they don't have a great... <laughs> They're not great at the run stopping. Their secondary, and, though, is pretty good. Yeah, if if Perriman's, I guess Perriman, like, I've said this all the time last year, he, like, was the Raiders' run defense. He's a great run stopper. Yeah. But if he's missing, then that's going to hurt them a lot. Um, it's, it, then it'll become, like, um, movable force and stoppable object with the Steelers trying to run on them. I know. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm leaning um, Houston in this one, and I don't really know why other than after watching Stroud last week and, like, focusing on him, he gets rid of the ball really quickly. He's not stupid with the ball. Uh, he was getting pretty good protection, which was surprising because they were on backup linemen. Yeah, so, like, I they're think doing was, something right. I think it was worse in, like, week one than it was last week. I want to say they got at least someone back. Because, like, they've still got George Fant and Shaq Mason on the right side. Yeah. So. Jacksonville, I don't think they got a sack on him. Yeah. Um, they got sure close a couple times, and he would, but he would just throw it away, like, right before they got to him. Let's see. Did they get a sack on him? 
They did not. <laughs> yep. They, so, like... Aluakun got hella tackles, though. 14. <laughs> yeah. But... That's what I, I guess is kind of making me lean Texans, is obviously the Steelers are very front-heavy. They're going to sack Stroud. But if he's good at getting rid of the ball and just not making mistakes... The Steelers are also really susceptible to broken plays. Yeah. <laughs> so we know Tank Dell. Dude, Tank Dell absolutely roasted Jacksonville last week. Dude, was... that <laughs> that that play was beautiful, like, on both ends. Yes. Like, he and Stroud. <laughs> he just, oh my goodness. And, like, if Stroud had connected with him on every time he beat the Jags secondary, he would have had a Tyreek, like... <laughs> Dolphins day because he was just open the entire fucking game. Um, yeah, he he's been crushing. I, I was really impressed. So yeah, the Steelers like they're really susceptible to that. I don't know. I I also think that the Texans defense matches up well against the Steelers offense because they're probably worse against the run and the Steelers just really don't know how to run the ball right now yeah it's been brutal every time they've tried to <laughs> uh yeah it's a weird matchup i think i'm gonna i'm leaning texans right now yeah i'm not sure where i'm at i'm gonna i'm probably gonna need to see injury stuff to make a decision um because it because if houston's missing all these guys it's gonna be tough for me to get on board but i don't know yeah stroud's just stroud's been awesome so i mean i'm happy for him because i know I too yeah like, right around draft time, there was kind of a lot of negativity around him with, like, the S2 shit and all that. So, his his accuracy is carried over, for sure. He is really accurate. Yeah, like, that like that, that tank delthro. Like, it was just fucking pinpoint on a rope, like, Oof. 60 yards or some shit. <laughs> so, Love that, that, yeah. But next up, we've got Minnesota at Carolina. We've got another uh, top rookie here. I'm taking Minnesota. I see you are still a little unsure. Um, I re- do. Minnesota has just failed so spectacularly so far that like I'm really nervous to pick Minnesota. <laughs> um, I am probably gonna take them because they just like they're they're gonna win one, right? Like they should, eventually at, at some point. Otherwise, they yeah. might as well just trade Cousins to some team. In- if they lose this week, then they should trade Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your dynasty team starts 0-4 out of nowhere. You're like, well, guess I'm blowing it up. Um, right. <laughs> but injury-wise, for Minnesota, the only guy missing is Lewis Seen. Lewis Sign. Still don't know how to say his name. I don't think he's, like, full-time player. Probably some place. A lot of the – a lot of defensive stuff has changed over the last couple of years, or we'll see, like – safeties rotate more and actually like linebackers rotating more has become like a big thing um which hilariously like bill was kind of ahead of the curve on on that but um <laughs> a lot more teams do that yet so lewis c okay he's like not played at all so pretty much it, he's just there if someone gets hurt it gets even worse but he probably won't matter um and then carolina we know um who what's his name jc horn still on ir um and then xavier woods their free safety didn't practice thursday I saw an update. I don't think he's going to play. Um, yeah, okay, he didn't practice Friday and he's out. Um, Miles Sanders didn't practice Friday and is questionable. Um, he's a big one to watch right now because he, he was limited Thursday. So I don't know if Friday was like a rest thing or what their plan is. But he's been dealing with the groin like all year. Um, that, yeah. that was why I didn't draft him in the league because I saw the groin thing. Um, Those take forever to heal. Yeah. Um, 
And then Mingo, um, still in concussion protocol, I think. I'm not sure exactly. He's listed with concussion, but he got limited practice in. I think you have, I thought you had to get a full in. So I don't, it's not looking great for him. And then we, we will, so yeah, Chark didn't have any setbacks, so he'll, he'll still be there. So that's good. And with that, I do like Chark this week, actually. Yeah. Um, obviously, Minnesota's defense sucks. It's so but, bad. How is it so bad? Yeah, they've been really, really bad against, like, deep target type of guys. I think so it's partially because their free safety position is butts. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the secondary is butts. <laughs> in general, secondary yeah. is butts, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, like... There should there should actually be separation downfield for Bryce Young this week. That was the issue the first couple of weeks is that no just no one was getting open past like ten yards ever. So because Chark was out and so you just have Mingo and Thielen basically and you know Mingo brand new to the league. Thielen you know we know his game so right. I feel I feel like you know Chark Chark is in for a, a good game here given the matchup and being healthy and I kind of like Hurst here. Um, Minnesota, they've allowed up a ton of production in general, so it's kind of hard to pinpoint the tight end, but we know, we saw Bryce Young go to Hurst a lot. Yeah. That was what surprised me, is that Dalton didn't. I thought Dalton would go to him as well. But... He just liked Thielen. Yep. That 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 old, old white veteran connection. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a weird game. This is probably one that I just for some reason don't really want to watch. I mean, we kind of know how it's going to go. I feel like, I don't know, like, I mean, not like exactly, but Minnesota's going to flounder a bit, then they'll win. <laughs> Justin Jefferson will get a bunch of yards. Like, Thielen will probably score for the revenge game touchdown, you know, like, that's about it. Madison will drop a ball. Yeah. Dude, he, he's, he's not had a great year. Like. Oh, he's had a really rough start. He, he ran better last week, but like. Still, my guy's got fucking Lando Lake's gloves on or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> he just keeps like, dropping it, or he fumbles it. Yeah, like he should have had a touchdown, probably hole. dropped it. Yeah. Like, well, that's what the butter's for, the wrong hole thing. Balling right now. Yeah. Poor guy. So, yeah, so I'm not, I'm not, yeah, like even though they should win, be fake in their favor, I'm not really going to go after Madison as much. I'm more into Justin Jefferson. Like, okay, fucking obvious choice, but I mean, he's just getting hella targets. He he's had a lot of yardage. He finally got a touchdown last week, but he hasn't had like a like monster blow up game yet. And you know that'll probably come at some point. I'm not saying it for sure will happen this week, but I feel like it's as good a chance as any possibly. Um, I'm curious what happens with uh. So Dante Jackson is one of the few very good Panthers players. He's their their best corner for sure. Um. He's not good enough to cover Justin Jefferson because I don't think any corners are. Yeah. <laughs> but it, I am wondering if, you know, Kirk throws a little bit more to Addison or if they just move Justin Jefferson a bit to mess him up. I definitely don't like uh, Osborne for that reason because Osborne's pretty much going <laughs> to completely hit stay on the outside. And he's a nice, like, flyer pick. Because he's always good to just get one, but I'm gonna say not this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they move Jefferson in the slot a little bit, but not a ton, just because Addison has to stay in the slot. Basically, yeah, <laughs> he's been he's been the almost exclusively. Actually, no, uh, I stand corrected. Addison's actually been playing out wide a lot more. My bad. 
I don't know why I thought he was in the slot side. I think, has it been Osborne in the slot then? Let me look. Really? Um, Osborne's been in and out of the slots. Oh, wait, how much has Hawkinson been in the slot? Ah. Uh, that must be it. Okay, because KJ Osborne's been, like, split between them. Um, they're, they're getting Hawkinson into the slot and in some, so. Weird. So they have a rotating slot guy. Yeah, they pretty much have, like, mixed it up. Well, that's a So everyone, everyone's getting a little time, yeah. Are they running a bunch of two tight end or something? Um, they're running some two tight end, but not a ton. Like Minnesota, 20, what are you doing? The <laughs> yeah, they're like like twenty percent of the time they're going two tight end. Okay. So, yeah, they're they're pretty they're pretty much just mix and matching the slot guy like all the time. Interesting. Interesting. Well, to me, that means just uh, take your guy, which yeah. Jefferson. Yeah. On a DFS note here, um, I was looking through kind of like who's popular this week. I, I like to kind of look look at that. Late Thursday, early Friday, and expect all a lot of the expensive receivers are popular this week, which makes sense. You know, like obviously, you know, Tyreek and Diggs in that game, um, Keenan Allen without you know Mike Williams, Devontae's you know fairly cheap, and you know he's Devontae, he's pretty good, and he's kind of like a run back with Keenan, Jamar against um, you know the Titans. That's soft matchup, but Justin Jefferson, um, you know. The most expensive as always. He's like by far the lowest rostered of those expensive guys. So interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely like looking at Justin Jefferson pretty heavily <laughs> for DFS because I'm like, he, it shouldn't be like that. Like <laughs> he's almost always pretty popular because he's fucking Justin Jefferson. So I mean, yeah, if if he comes in not popular, I'm gonna play him probably. And then I mentioned like. You know, chart Hurst, like, even though I don't do a full stack, like, running back with one of those guys makes sense to me, too. Yeah, I'm, um, curious. Because popular, too. This, I feel like this is talking me into the over on this game. Because Minnesota's defense sucks, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> Carolina's gonna put up some points. And Minnesota also has a good offense, re- kind of regardless of who they're playing against. Yeah. So They put up points. Like, if they get behind, they put up points. And yeah. then... They put up points to get a lead. Like, their worst game was week one, but they had a billion crazy turnovers that week. So, Oh, God, yeah. And they still produced fantasy-wise. You might have to wait until the fourth quarter, but it is going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, I like I like the Justin Jefferson with a, with a, like, with either Chark or Hurst. I think one of those guys makes sense in DFS as, like, a, a pivot from... Thielen and Sanders on the Carolina side, and you get like your mini stack with Jefferson, who, again, for some reason, everyone's just kind of ignoring him this week. Yeah, and then I'll even say with if Miles Sanders is out, Chuba Hubbard's probably super cheap too. He, yeah, he's been getting like a lot of um, passing down work too. Right. Let's see, he is forty eight hundred, so yeah, pretty cheap. Like if you you know spend all your load there on Jefferson getting some of yeah. these guys then you just need a cheap flex i think chuba hubbard's fine yeah well so the way i was like looking through stuff was i mentioned my um like richardson stack and stuff and so like cooking a chain trying to get like the like like getting jefferson and and richardson and like puka like going paying down some at running back definitely helps me like get that a lot so there we go and with a groin injury, shit, Miles Sanders might be good to go. And then the first play, he's like, ah, geez, my groin. And then, then what? Oh, call me Matt, because my groin hurts. My groin. 
<laughs> the Boin Loins. I am the Boin Loins. <laughs> oh, man, but next up, we've got Washington at Philly. We both have Philly here. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, as much as I love Brian, or Brian Robinson, I don't think this is going to be the week for him. He's like, a, you know, up the middle pounder, and this is Philly. So Yeah. Yep. Not the spot for him, I don't think. I do like Logan Thomas. Um, he's back, and Howell went to him a lot before he got concussed. He's he's playing well. Philly's been on pass funnel kind of, and especially like we've we've seen them a lot these impression to tight ends. They played good tight ends, of course, but he he fits the profile of like big athletic guy of like Hawk and Hunter Henry. So I think you know I'm not saying he's like you know as good as them, but <laughs> I, I, I think if I say hey Logan Thomas is about the same as Hunter Henry, like I don't think I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a pushback there. Right. Like on receiving ability, so yeah. Um, I mean, you know, you, you play your Philly guys as normal, but I don't have any strong take here. Otherwise, yeah, I I think we all know that Washington is just one of those teams that can, for some reason, beat Philly on a random Sunday. Mm-hmm. So that's always a possibility. But I'm taking Philly. The over under is interesting to me. In that I don't want any part of it. <laughs> um, it's like 43 and a half. Howell's not going to have as bad of a week, probably. But it's still not one I want to touch. If I was going to, I might take the over. Just because it's been trending down and now it's really low. Yeah, it's it's down. It's down one. Like when, whenever stuff like had a big movement, I like noted in here. Um, the biggest movement has been the total in Baltimore, Cleveland. That went down a lot. Um and then this game is down a point. Minnesota Carolina was up a point, but Eesh. yeah, this is like these games are always like we talk about like the the NFC uh, East. They just like obliterate each other. Yeah, they just there's so much hate. <laughs> they just maul each other. Yeah, I'm I'm really torn on how this is gonna go because like I feel like the spread is like a good average, but I don't I there, I don't think there's any way it's like close to eight and a half like i feel like it's gonna be either like two or like 16 right this is yeah it's weird so obviously the commanders got rid of holcomb which was really stupid because he's already doing really well with the steelers and was their leading tackler and i'll just always flame them for that um they really don't have good linebackers now so i am wondering if i like hertz's rushing ability yeah, or we could see more, you know, more Swift. Right. Because they're all I mean, we're, we're going yeah. to see some Swift in the uh, Chiefs-Jets game. But oh, yeah. we might see some here, too. Anyway, sorry. I had to get my joke in. I, got, I had to get a hand on the ball, you know. All right. <sighs> it's been a cruel summer. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, what were we saying? <laughs> all these injuries. It's like death by a thousand cuts, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think this might be a good spot for some Hurts rushing ability. Yeah. No linebackers. O-line's going to occupy the D-line, which Washington does have a good D-line, but Philly's O-line is just ridiculous, so they'll be occupied. Yeah, well, uh, I do. I am ready to see Chase Young chase down Jalen Hurts. Like, I want to see that happen at least once. Right. Regardless of who wins the matchup on that, I just want to see it happen. <laughs> Sounds like fun. Yeah. But next up, we've got Cincinnati at Tennessee. Uh, I'm taking Cincy here. The total's gone down, too. Uh, to 40 and a half we have gotten some good news joe burrow got in a full practice for the first time in like ever um 
least this season mostly. Yeah, um, it's been a while. He's off. He's off the injury report, which you oh know, my semantics. Goodness. But he got full practice in today. Um, yeah, life's good. No Irv still. Um, and then their linebacker uh, Davis Gabby didn't practice, so he's questionable. But yeah, Burrow's seemingly healthier, and it couldn't be a better matchup for it. Yeah, finally, let's go. Um... Titans are in a lot of trouble. Their D-line, or not D-line, their O-line was already dead. That's where the D came from. And they just lost Skoronsky. He ruptured his appendix, which hopefully he will be okay. But he was kind of their good lineman. <laughs> and he was a rookie they just drafted. So, yeah, this is this is bad for them. They're in a real bad spot. Anarumo's going to gonna just and a ruin them yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i uh i I was looking at tennessee side so news we know that burks is gonna be out and then molden and gifford and skaronsky out so a lot of injuries there um so of course love i love the cincinnati pass deck here with the matchup um yep they're gonna need to pass to win and then i think this is a the matchup's there Burrow's getting healthier, apparently, so I, you know, this seems like a, the bounce back spot, I would say. Um, I have Mixon as a mash, but not fully, because, like, the efficiency will not be there, but he could get, like, 23 carries for 61 yards and come up with two touchdowns, just because, like, you know, he's there at the goal line and they manage to push him in, or, like, you know, they try to, like, bleed out the clock a bit at the end. Right. Um, so, I don't think he's gonna, like, go nuts so like he did against Carolina last year, but... It's not going to be an efficient day, I would imagine. Um, Tennessee, I mean, so we'll have what's his name, Nick, Nick Westbrook. Akeen will be viable here with with the injury to Burks, um, and, <laughs> and then probably really cheap on any DFS slate. Yeah, so I was looking at like him and like Chig as like runbacks, um, but I want to mention Tajay Spears as well. He's been getting a lot of work. Henry is hobbled. He's been he's been up with a foot issue a lot in the injury report, and he the line hasn't been giving him much room, but he's not really done much on his own a ton like since week one. Um, yeah, they're not blocking well, and he's a little hurt. Yeah, so with no Burks as well, and then just I think a need to keep up. I feel like Tajay should be in for a good amount of work. Like, I mean, who the fuck are like like obviously they got Hopkins, but he's getting older. So if he's not, if we're not throwing to him, like Jig and Tajay, like got to get the ball. And they are guys who like, you don't even have to have a ton of protection for You can just give them fucking screens and let them go. So. Yeah. Eesh. Yeah. I, I kind of like that Tajay Spears call. Yeah. I, that's more of a, um, in a league, if you're in a pinch, I wouldn't go there DFS wise. Now, now Chig, I would just cause tight ends, tight end and he's cheap, but yeah. I think, like, you know, if, if you've got Taiji on your bench but and you've, you know, you've got some running back injuries, say, like, you know, you lost Chubb and you're like, oh, shit, do I really play fucking Matt Breida this week? Like, <laughs> you know, I think I would I would go, you know, Taiji Spears there, I think. Yeah. And then I also think that uh, McPherson is a good kicker spot this week because mm-hmm. um, we've seen the Bengals play calling. <laughs> It's been questionable. It's been questionable. They they have some trouble in the red zone, even though they really shouldn't. And uh, <laughs> this this game's gonna be fairly lopsided. So a lot of opportunity for the kicker. 
that or like if the ba- if it, if the Bengals like you said randomly struggle or have bad play calling, it'll be his number. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh man, but anything here before we move on? Not really. I'm with you on the. Um, I like the uh, the Burrow Chase Higgins stack. Honestly, yeah. If, if you have Chig and Higgins, can you just say like it's this is your this is your Chiggins stack? Getting chiggy with it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I said a slur just now. Um, I hope not. I don't. I don't name. think. Well, yeah. So, like, oh, I was combining like Chig and Higgins, Chiggins. That sounds like, uh, like, sounds like you call like pork rinds or something. Like a brand of pork rinds. <laughs> I was thinking of like a really southern person saying chickens. Oh yeah, oh look at all them chickens out there. All them chickens. All right. Um, <laughs> next game, uh, if we have to, it's um, Denver, Chicago. Oh, crikey. Yeah. Um, I think I will pick Denver. Yeah. But that's where I'm at. I don't want to. Like, this they game just sucks. gave up 70. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, look, looking at uh, injury stuff for Denver, Frank Clark, I think he's going to be out. He's mentioned he has like a tear at his groin or something like that. Um, and then Josie Jewell and uh, Purcell, they both did not practice Thursday. Let's see if we have any updates. Probably not yet. But yeah, Frank Clark said he has been dealing with a groin tear and hopes to be able to play in week five. So yeah, keep, keep an eye on uh, Jewell and Purcell because those guys are prominent to the defense. And the other side, um, we've got some Thursday DNPs with Jalen Johnson, Eddie Jackson, and Josh Blackwell. All in the bare secondary that is already booty cheeks. So it's already so bad. Yeah, if if those guys all miss or even like some of them miss, it's even worse. Um, so like, I don't want to call the Denver pass stack like a banger stack, just because it feels weird. But the offense hasn't been <clears throat> terrible this year. Like it's not no. been great, but it's not been it's not been last year bad. I think the only thing I have going against that is that. It should be easy just to run the ball as well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it should be. That's like that's the downside of it. But Yeah. I do kind of like Javante this week. Um, the Bears' run defense is atrocious. It is. Their, their whole defense is atrocious, but ex- just, yeah, especially the run defense. They've yeah. been getting fucking wrecked by running backs. Yeah. That, which is ultimately like sort of the whole bigger picture of why I just can't pick the Bears right now is they just... Their coach to locker room harmony is in absolute tatters, and I I don't think I'll be picking the Bears until Eberflus is gone. Yeah, or at least Getzy. But least, ideally yeah. both. <laughs> ideally both. They already oh, lost man, yeah, one, it's... so two more to go. Yeah, I don't know if I can like pick any. Like, okay, Field should have his best day. Yeah, but low bar, I guess. Right. <laughs> um, I don't have any confidence that like. Chicago to do a ton, but again, like I said, the defense is just so bad for Denver that you, know, you should be able to. I, uh, I, would, I do want to mention Marvin Mims um, specifically because after last week when they got thrashed, the only player that Sean Payton like said anything good about was Marvin Mims. Hey. Um, he mentioned his return, and then everything I've heard from like beat writers is that they're making a lot of changes, like offense and defense this week. Um, so it's pretty much like, hey, like if you're shit, you're on the bench now <laughs> so yeah marvin mims is really good in special teams so like that might limit his offensive 
you know, offensive snaps some, but I think he'll get way more involved than he has been given, you know, he's been getting like 10 routes a game at most. Um, And he's looked really good. Yeah. He's he's gotten, he's been out there like a fourth of the snaps basically each week. So yeah, he should get more. We love to see it. He was one of the guys we shouted out like in the season process. Yeah, because I know like we got through our stuff and then we we missed him initially. Then we went back and watched him and we're like, wait, this guy's like right. definitely probably top five on this receiver yeah. class. <laughs> so like, why is no one talking about this guy? Yeah, a lot of people liked him, like his like, analytics profile too. Hey, he's clearly got something right. I mean, yeah, he's balling. He's doing real. But next up, we've got Tampa at New Orleans. Um, they've they're saying Carr is questionable. But, like, I don't believe that. I don't understand how he could be. It's, it's Friday. It's an AC he joint sprain. Practiced. It's an AC joint sprain. Like, what the hell? Yeah, they're saying he got a limited in today. But, you know, you don't you don't have to throw for it to be limited, apparently. So, <laughs> yeah, it's an AC joint sprain for a quarterback. Like, he's not going to play. So, we um, also got an update. Um, Jordan Howden. Their safety. I, at first, I read Jordan Howard. I was like, "What the heck is he still on the Saints?" <laughs> um, is out. But then um, also Caesar Ruiz and Paul Sedadibo are out. So, actually, notable injuries there. Yeah, Caesar Ruiz is he out? Uh, yeah. Oh, How- Howden is their free safety. So they're missing their free safety, uh, a corner, and a guard this week. Yeah. And then obviously it's going to be Jameis. Um, so. Yeah, and then for Tampa, Jamel Dean's out, and Carlton Davis is a game time decision. I I will say I think Olave is my is my banger here that like it sticks out to me. We we saw Winston like him a lot last year in his in his few games he started, and then he's familiar with Michael Thomas. I feel like Shahid fits him. Jameis always liked Traquan, and so I feel like Shahid is like gonna be his Traquan. Is how I'm picturing it. <laughs> um, I still don't know who I'm picking though, because. I'm thinking, you know, okay, downgrade to James, missing some linemen. You would think Tampa. But then, okay, like, you know, they're missing Jamel Bean. That's going to be unfortunate. I think they'll have Cansey and Vita Vea in. They didn't get Thursday practices in. So I want to, I'll see if we get news for that. Um, but even like, like if we say Baker and James are about equal and you look at the rosters, I'm like, I think I might still take the Saints. So it's a, <laughs> this is a tough call. Yeah, divisional. I can see just taking the home team. That's so like I understand why no man I don't know if if it's Jameis I just <laughs> I, I, I have a hard time taking the Saints if it's Jameis yeah the problem is like with Jameis you get the good games but sometimes you get like the multi pit games and they can also be with the good fantasy games you just kind of never know <laughs> it's like it's it's tough tough to know with him Ugh, yeah. and like Tampa's got a good front so. They do. I mean, they have a good defense altogether. Yeah, their their front seven's really good. So you know, yeah, it's it's, it's a tough call. Um, I do what we do got to mention. It's to get the Mike Evans against Lattimore in a good <laughs> Lattimore year. Yeah, so. that's that's part of the reason I'm wondering if I am gonna take the Saints. That actually is sort of like the biggest. <laughs> yeah, because Mike Evans has been his guy, and so with, with if he's you know heavily nullified then i don't know like what they're gonna do on offense so i think the i think the low total makes sense but i don't even i've got no clue where i'm gonna go here yeah 
Alvin Kamara's back, by the way. He is? Yeah, it was a three-game suspension, so he's going to be back this week. Oh, I thought it was a four-game suspension. All right. Well, yeah, I'm probably going to take New Orleans. I don't like it. I'm just going to put no. <laughs> like, no, you abstain. <laughs> New Orleans, no. Yeah. What uh, Where are you at with Kamara this week, you think? Uh, I guess I'm putting on the spot here. Instant reaction. Uh, yeah, I didn't even know he was going to play yet. Um, yeah, I think I think it's because, like, IR is always four weeks, and so, like, you just assume that guy's missing the start, miss four weeks, but, you know, his was just three. I actually think that that might be the most impactful thing from Derek Carr playing or not, because I have vague memories of Jameis playing and Kamara sucking. I don't remember how much of that was Taysom Hill and how much of that was <laughs> Jameis. I mean, because I know, because Taysom fucking vultured Kamara so much last year. It was it was brutal to see. Well, like I'll if Derek Carr's not playing, then we are going to see Taysom Hill at quarterback a few times. Oh yeah, no, no, Carr definitely gives us more Taysom. So let's see. Um, week one against the Falcons. Oh yeah, I remember because literally everyone was all all about Alvin Kamara against the Falcons and Taysom Hill oh. fucking stole the shit. Yep. And uh, Michael Thomas had two tutties there. I remember. I remember that one. That one hurt me. Cause I, I'm pretty sure I played Kamara that week. I think I and, did too. And then fucking Taysom Hill ruined everything. Um, so the next week was the Bucks. That's you know this matchup, but a tough matchup last year for sure as well. Um, the, oh, I think Kamara was hurt that game, so no Kamara there. And then the following week, it was the Panthers. Kamara, yeah, I didn't really do a whole lot there. Um, this might you know, be one of so. the weird times where I say if Carr is in, then I like Kamara more. <laughs> no, yeah, that makes sense because yeah, there's more more taste and opportunities. It's, I think the low total makes sense, and so overall, I'm not like super into this game in general. Jameis is also not good at checkdowns. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't like to. He doesn't like to. It, it, that's when it gets picked by like the D lineman. Yeah, and they've got like a. They've got some athletic, uh, like, I could see, like, Tryon Shoyinka just snagging one. Right. Levante David, Shaq Barrett, yeah. So I'm going to hold off on Kamara Love until, unless it's Carr. I'd use either defense here for what it's worth as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, that kind of, I'm assuming it's Jameis for what it's worth in this game. But, man, I don't know who I'm picking still. So that'll be, like, a last-minute choice, but... Next up, we've got another game I've kind of torn on with the Rams at Indy. This one has swung a lot. The total dropped a point or went up a point and a half to 46. And then this started as Indy favored by one and a half and moved to Rams favored by one. Yeah, this I think this is an interesting game because we do get Richardson back. Uh, the Rams, you know, they they started off well, but I think they're as other teams have shaken the rust off. They're sort of falling back into the middle of the pack where they belong. Um, lost to the Bengals last week. I don't think their defense is very good. And as a result, I, I kind of like Richardson to have a really good game again. He was I, on pace to smash before he got hurt the other week. Yeah. Now, the overall game script, part of me wants to take Indy because the Rams let go of Matt Gay. And Matt Gay went to Indy. And has been really good for them. And if this game is decided MVP by, last week. Yeah, um, by a big gay field goal, then, you know. Reve a big gay revenge field goal. 
I am here for that. The the kicker justice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's not a lot of times we can say there's gay revenge in football, but this is one of them. This is one. Um, <laughs> but I do I do think the Rams pass deck makes sense though. Um, kind of oh, talking yeah. about these teams because so we saw Cincinnati d up well against the Rams and like play more man, keep you know Puka more in check, and then we have to look at the personnel though. Indy's defense is not as good as Cincinnati's. It's <laughs> obviously front loaded. Yeah, and then um, obviously Anna Rumo is a really good DC. So I'm a lot less confident that Indy can stop the Rams, especially in the secondary with their lack of corners. Now, we mentioned their slot corners are best corner, but the Rams, you know, move guys around a ton. So, right. Yeah. It's pretty much, I think I think it's Van stays outside the whole time. And then like Puka and Tutu go back and forth between the slot. I'll double check that, but I'm pretty sure that's what they do. Um, that would oh, make no, sense. Van, Van goes in the slot some. For some reason, I thought he stayed outside. I think that's what he did last year. But, um, yeah, Puka mixes it up. I assume Tutu mixes it up. Yep, they all just mix it up, even even Van. So, everyone goes everywhere. <laughs> um, Full rotation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Injury-wise, um, so, Indies is kind of weird. So, Richardson's back. Um, then, but we did find out that their left tackle got put in concussion protocol. So, he... Presumably won't play. Right. Um, I'm looking for updates on Nelson and Buckner because they didn't practice Thursday, but I haven't seen anything for Friday yet. Um, and then for the Rams, I think they were pretty much all good. I saw Higby came up, but I don't know if it was rest or not. Um, they just extended him, by the way, so I think he's good. <laughs> yeah, he didn't practice Thursday, but you know, an hour ago they gave him a big extension. So right. let's see. Uh, two years worth $27 million, including $17 mil guaranteed. Um, we also just got what? some fun news. Jamison Williams' suspension was reduced, so what? he'll be back next week. What? Or eligible to be back as long as he's actually healthy. But There we go. Yeah, so that's cool. Hell yeah. Let's go, Lions. Rawr. Okay, so they're... Uh, oh, and, and Titans lineman Petit Frere. Um, so... They're changing them to four games. Oh, I think they're like doing like a whole restructure on the penalties. So I think if it's non NFL and stuff like that, and like not on team property, then it's just going to be the four. But then if it's NFL games, it's going to be like real big punishment. Ah, okay. And then of course, any fixing is just banishment. Yeah. So does he get to come back? Like with uh, with Jamison? With uh, Nicholas Petit Frere? Yeah, they're both eligible next week. To next come back. week. Yeah. Okay. So they still don't have him this week. Correct. Yeah. So it's four game suspension instead of six. Hey, there we go. Yeah, they're going to need cool. that. They would need it this week, but uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, back to this game, though. Sorry, those both came across, and I thought that was worth mentioning. Um, as far as injuries for the Rams, um, their left tackle, Alaric Jackson, and then Benny Crystals did not. It's Ben Skoranek, by the way, for anyone who has not heard her nickname. Um, they did not practice Thursday, but we're you know waiting for Friday updates. That might be a little bit later since it's the Rams. We might not get that till you know this evening, Easter time. So we'll Ugh. we'll see on that one. But uh, note boom should be all good. It looks like so. The main thing we're look, looking at is uh, some of these linemen here. This would be a really fun game to do a showdown. Yeah, I wish this, I do kind of wish this were a primetime game. I can't wait like to get Stafford, Anthony Richardson in prime time. 
I like any of the receivers. Uh, and then Colts side, I mean, Richardson is probably a banger, and I like any of those receivers. So, yeah, obviously Pittman's the main guy, but if you had to pick between um, Downs and Pierce, who would you go? It's weird. I had kind of a, a Pierce feeling this week because he hasn't really done much yet. I'm kind of waiting for that. The that deep ball. Bomb. Yeah, I could see it happening. I want to see it because, like, they, they've kept him, they've kept Richardson mostly reeled in. Like, they've let him go, like, push it some, but they're not having him, like, taking a lot of deep shots. So I, I, I want to I get more of that because, like, yeah, Pierce, Pierce is the guy for that. I do think this is a good game to hit the over on, like, while you can. It's already, yeah, it's going already up, gone up, yeah. And I think it's going to go up more. <laughs> Probably, yeah. This is one I was looking at stacking a lot, so yeah. I, I hope I hope it does go well if I do stack it. <laughs> yeah. What one kind of funny thing in this game DFS wise is um, looking at the popularity of guys. So you know, Puka's popular makes sense. He's he's not priced up with the elite guys, but he's been getting that workload. But at uh, at running back, um, Kyrie Williams is the most popular running back. So I'm like. Hmm. Huh. I, feel, I feel like it makes more sense to like, yeah, do do the stack with two receivers from the Rams instead of just like going to Kyron. I don't know. Yeah, I like. Uh, I don't love that because Indy's best part of their defense is their run defense. Um, yeah, like with Donald. Yeah. <laughs> so like the only thing that like Kyron Williams is really gonna do no, is get passes. Yeah, but they they've already been like really heavily skewed to rushing touchdowns so far this year. It's been like a very weird uh, slant for them, given their, you know, how much they, like with how much they run and pass, they've gotten way more rush touchdowns than they should. Um, and then, you know, Kyron does catch passes, but I like the guys around him in price better anyway. Um, we did get some news. Uh, James Daniels for the Steelers is out for Sunday. Wah, wah. And their punter's out. Ooh, Bill Belichick just smashed the Texans there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Presley Hart. Their um, their punter is really good. Yeah, kind of. He's, he's big too. The team. Yeah, he's yeah. huge. <laughs> um, yeah, we got we got official news that uh, Odell and Bateman are out as well, which I think we kind of assumed. Or wait, I, I see Odell. I assume Bateman as well. I'll double check on that one. Yeah, I kind of assumed Odell was because he got hurt and it didn't look great last yeah. week. Um, okay, I don't see official on Bateman yet, but OBJ is out. Um, but moving on, though, to um, our 4 p.m. games, we've got the Raiders at the Chargers. Um, I'm expecting that Jimmy G does not play because as of Friday, he's still in protocol. Yeah. So I don't I don't think we're going to get him. I don't think there's a reason to. He, like, played some last week after already getting concussed, too. So, like, I feel like you really got to keep that one, you know, Yikes. careful. Um so if I'm I'm operating as of him being out. So in that case, I don't want any Raiders because then it's Brian Hoyer. Oh God, he'll so. still hit Devonte a few times if you have him in like a regular lineup. He's probably still okay. Yeah, like in season long, I'm still using him, but I'm not really getting there in DFS at this point. Nope. Um. So with that, the char- I think the Chargers running backs, whether it's Eckler healthy, which it seems like he'll be in. Um, he was a practice today, and then. And for some reason he's not like I I would I guess go back to Josh Kelly even though he's been bad just the Raiders <laughs> defense um and then other injury news uh Joey Bosa I know practice today still um Derwin James is at practice but not participating so not looking great for them um 
And then see, yeah, Everett and Lindsley hadn't been practicing, but they were sick, so I think they're good to go. Um, I think, yeah, Max Crosby is back at practice. So it's pretty much just Jimmy G is not looking great on the availability. Oh, woof. And oh. even if he were in, I'd pick the Chargers just because I'm like, yeah. Even Staley can out coach McDick. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Like, the total got up to 48.5 on this, so I'm taking the under, I think, actually. Um, 48 and a half. Yeah. Like I'm taking like, okay. The, they kind of just smack the Raiders around and they cover the five. Yeah. That's where I'm at. I don't have any faith in Brian Hoyer. I mean, he's been Same. in the league for so long and I actually haven't seen him play in like five to six. He's 37. I haven't <laughs> seen him play in like at least five years. Yeah, he's just been backing up wherever mid Daniels is for so long. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. You know, it's whatever. I, I just want a good pick. There we go. Just get me a good pick. Get me a good quarterback on here, and I'll be good. But <laughs> um, I do think Everett becomes a stream now with Mike Williams out. I know that Parham's been stealing touchdowns, but Everett's getting more in between. So at tight end, getting looks is good. <laughs> um, yeah, I would obviously... be super cautious on taking anyone from this game because if the Raiders are dead – which it kind of seems like they are if they're using Brian Hoyer and that's they still have the same coach that they've had. Um, the Chargers, they don't really boat race anybody. They kind of just play to whoever they're playing against. Like, this could be a really ugly, bad game. It would not surprise me if this was like 16 to nothing and it was a lot of field goals. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I don't like. Even with Mike Williams out, you would think, oh, well, Keenan Allen. But what if they just don't care because <laughs> they're not going to lose? Yeah, like, again, in season long, these guys will get you some stuff. They got to score some points and they got to move the ball. But, right. Like, I don't think they're going to get pushed to a ceiling, per se. Exactly. Thank you. I, I, I would say that I'd be more into the running backs or, like, than yeah. past game just based on, you know, the volume they might see. I, I'm definitely with you, though. I'm under for sure. I don't... Why would that go up? Did they get news that Garoppolo's going to play? Like I don't know. There was, like... I think... Because he, he got a limited practice Thursday. And there was, like, mention of... Oh, yeah. They said he's doing well in his recovery or something. But I don't know. Like, I don't think I don't think it's going to happen. Um, he has okay. to clear it tomorrow, right? I think you've got to clear, like, 24 hours before game time. I'm pretty right. sure. Not positive, but it's around that. Um Oh, yeah, and the update, so Bateman is out, by the way, for oh. the Ravens. Um, as expected there, I think. Yeah, I... Safe flowers. <laughs> yeah, safe flowers there, but yeah, this game just kind of, uh, I don't know. I'm not really feeling it at all. Um, but next up, we've got another game that might be kind of quick. Um, Arizona at San Fran. Um, San, Fran's favorite by, San, Fran's, San Fran's favored by 14. Do you think that's correct or too much? Honestly, I think it's correct. I do think it's a little unfair, given how over expectations the cardinals have performed but san mm. fran has beaten just about all of their opponents by about that many points yeah <laughs> so yeah they're also going to be missing uh jonathan ledbetter one of their dns who's been playing a good amount that's all i have to add on him i guess <laughs> um then josh was his question about linebacker um and then marquise brown hurt his thumb at practice so keep an eye on that i guess it's kind of random and then for the Niners, um, it looks like Ayuk will be back, but Debo hasn't really practiced yet. Um, Juwan Jennings hasn't either. But if Debo misses, we know how it goes. Like, 
when one of these guys misses, just play all the others, pretty yep. much. So, <laughs> this is a late game, too, so there's a chance we don't know. I think, you know, if you're, if you're like, torn on guys, it could be worth it to maybe look into trying to wiggle Ayukin or something. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Yeah. And also, Kittle's, like, super cheap on DraftKings, by the way. Hey. So, you can just go with him anyway. Yeah, I think that's even better. Uh, yeah, I think that this is probably pretty fair with 14 points. I, I, I mean, I'll give the Cardinals a chance. Like, I think that they can definitely cover that. I don't expect them to win, though. Nah. <laughs> I think last week, and do you have anything else to add on this game? I, I guess add Michael Wilson in case Hollywood is hurt and misses, then we'll see a lot of him. But otherwise, nice. it's kind of my only note. Yeah. Um, but I think Arizona against Dallas last week was it was, a, it was a good sign for Arizona. They play hard. I think Gannon's going to be a lot better than we kind of expected initially. Um, I mean, I kind of said that I liked Gannon and I didn't feel like getting blown out by the Chiefs was as big of a, you know, issue as everyone seemed to make it out to be. Yeah, I know we, <laughs> we, we discussed that a lot, like, beginning into this year. Like, you know, the Chiefs, the Chiefs boat racing, not boat racing, you're like putting up a ton on you is not embarrassing. Right. Because when Gannon took over in Philly, I was like, I like this guy. He's doing way better with their defense. And yeah. then... Uh, I think we're just trained to be unsure of defensive coordinators becoming head coaches. Yes. And then, That's yeah, pretty and much then it. he had a really awkward like press day and everyone's yeah. like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what got, at least for me, I was like, after all that, I was like, mm, not feeling great. But <laughs> no, like I've, I've been pleasantly surprised by how the teams looked so far and how they've yeah. competed. They've so. been competitive in every game. Um, they did blow it against the Giants, but they they beat the Cowboys and pretty handily. Yeah. So that reason my question to kind of tie these games is like, do you think that was more aberration or like a sign for either of these teams? I think Arizona had a pretty good draft, which is why a lot of their playmakers are guys we don't really know of yet. Cause I did watch a little bit of them and Paris Johnson is playing really well. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's a doll. So having <laughs> a really good right tackle is obviously huge. Um, they have good skill positions. I think it was just sort of, you know, Josh Dobbs. <laughs> but Josh Dobbs has played well. And maybe whoever their OC is, I think, should be getting looks already. Is it Petsing, I think? That sounds right. Um, yeah, like... They, they, I think they're on the right track for sure. It's, it's a good sign for their for their future slash whoever their quarterback becomes, if it's Kyler or someone else. Um, this is kind of I think relevant for like Kyler this year. The fact that they you know got a win, have looked more competitive. I think it's a little more likely now we actually see Kyler this year. Yeah, they're. I mean, they are at the end of the day only one and two, and they could be two and one. Yeah. Or or three and zero. Oh, to be honest, they almost beat Washington as well. Forgot yeah, they, they've been, they've been in all these games, so they're we expected them to just be shit, and they haven't been. So uh, you know, yeah, well I done do getting there. That on the flip side, Dallas, you know, kind of walked in real real swaggy and shit the bed a little bit. <laughs> yeah, they, they were yeah they were missing multiple linemen too, and uh, Dak will have those moments games where he just kind of like does dumb shit. And 
there there was definitely a moment like late in this game like where he just threw to nobody and it got picked oh was, like, god tagged. that was so bad yeah like <laughs> those happen for him sometimes um and so and we so like with, Dak. Like, it's just he it's like jalen we do the jalen does the same shit too every now and yeah. then he can't resist it's <laughs> too tempting he's gotta do the dumb shit it's like one of these times it'll work it's like don't touch oven hot and it's like but how hot the intrusive thoughts yeah <laughs> they, they win sometimes <laughs> oh gosh but so it looks like the line should be a little better this week um tyron smith didn't practice thursday but the other linemen look like they'll be back so that was big because like last week that came up to like oh shit they're missing like two or three linemen um yeah so Let's just keep an eye on Tyron Smith practicing or not. Um, for New England, I guess going into, yeah, New England at Dallas here for this game. Um, they're pretty much healthy. They're missing like one D-line F guy, but New England's healthy. Um, That's kind of scary. Yeah. This is an interesting game, I think, because I'm sure Bill just poured over the tape from last week, seeing how Arizona attacked Dallas. And it was a lot of running, um, especially like like with Dobbs. um, and, you know, running kind of at Parsons slash making him choose. And this is something we talked about with Parsons is that, like, he, he's gotten better at defending the run. He was terrible at it, but it's st- still not a strength for him. Right. And so I think we're going to see with Bill, uh, you know, Ma- Mac's not mobile, but he, you know, he's not, he's not, he's not a statue. Um, so I, I, like, I think we'll see. I like oh, where you're going with that with Ramondre. <laughs> yeah. So I think we see a ton of him. Um one just by design running and two like they're gonna need to dump off to him some (laughs) so yeah i like him a lot i think he's gonna get the ball a ton this week i i don't know who i'm gonna pick yet and this is actually a game where i'm gonna go watch the cowboys cardinals game again because i want to see how dallas's special teams did i'm assuming they didn't do great um if they did then that's really bad for them but you know belichick's gonna go for all three phases and if dallas has really shitty special teams that's that's a path for victory for bill um i am undoubtedly taking new england to cover though six and a half for dallas is i i don't know why people do this why they make (laughs) belichick a huge underdog what are you trying to (laughs) oh he thrives around for 20 years (laughs) oh man if uh this is kind of random. If Tyquan Thornton were not on IR and he were healthy, I would like him in this game because <laughs> I think Bill's going to try some fucking trickery shenanigans out. And yeah, I think I think Kendrick Bourne's probably the best bet of the receivers at this point to do that. Or maybe I'm fucking Matthew Slater. I'm not going to tell you to play him, though. Right. But I think Kendrick Bourne makes sense for some of the shenanigans they might try to do. Um, I don't have any lean on Dallas. I mean, we know who Dallas guys are. It's, you know... <laughs> Right. Pollard, Lamb, and a little Fergie, sprinkles of the other guys. Like, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. It's Pollard and Lamb. So, <laughs> yeah. But anything else from this before we move on to your team? Uh no. Do you want to talk about your team? Or it's, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm like I'm consoling someone who's like real sad. I'm like, do you want to talk about it? You don't have to talk about it. If you just want to, you know, vent, it's okay. Why, why does it have to be Sunday night? Everyone's going to be watching T-Swift. Everyone's going to be watching Kelsey in the end zone. Yeah, no pressure at least, I guess, right? Yeah. 
I actually think that this will be Zach Wilson's best game. By how much? <laughs> you know, I wasn't going to go there because... <laughs> <laughs> Just saying it's his best game with such a low bar. Um, but I, I actually do. I don't really know why. I think that from what I've seen, Zach Wilson is still Zach Wilson, but he's not as bad as he used to be. And Again, low bar, but... Yeah, I, I, I think that this is a better game than I'm anticipating. I sure but the Chiefs still win, obviously. Yeah. And cover, but yeah, because their defense has been really good too. But I'm I don't think it'll be 41 to, th- which is nice. Better I told you what I want is I want 23 points from the Jets. I don't care how many points the Chiefs score, they can score 60. I want 23 <laughs> points from the Jets' offense. That's all I want from this game. From the offense or in total? From the offense. Okay. Want to make sure we specified <laughs> how the points came about. That is what I want to see. I want 23 offensive points from the Jets. Alrighty. Um, so this will help you out a little bit. Nick Bolton is out. And then Jalen Watson, um, one of their corners, m- mostly depth, but he'll play some in like wider sets. He's out as well. So you know, no, no Bolton's a big help. And then um, Brees Hall did finally get a full practice in uh, yesterday. So. Oh, finally. I mean, maybe we see him get more work this week and help with those offensive points. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, the sh- showdown's a little different, so it's kind of harder to gauge. But in, if you have Brees in leagues, like, what's your line for who you're playing over him or if you're playing him? Um, I think the problem is, is if you have Brees Hall, you probably don't have that many other running back options to choose yeah. over him. Yeah, what if you got like Zach Moss or Kyron Williams off waivers? Yee- it's about the line. <laughs> I would probably still take Brees. I think I would too. His upside is just insane. Yeah, I think if Richardson were not back, I'd maybe take Moss there, I was which just is gross. Say that, yeah, but man, does Moss like not suck now? <laughs> like <laughs> Zach Moss was so shit, and then he's actually having good games now. <laughs> It's, it was tilting for me, but... I think the Buffalo just can't run block. Yeah, I think that's kind of what we're learning is <laughs> Buffalo's not the place for running backs who aren't, like, you know, super gifted. Like, Singletary, five running back, Buffalo not the place. Zach Moss, he has the, like, technical skills, but he just, like, our worry was, is he fast enough? And he's... He fucking caught a wheel route touchdown this past week, so I guess he's faster now. I don't fucking know. Right. Um, but... Anyway, this game, there's, I mean, Mahomes, Kelsey, I don't have any, like, lean on, like, I don't want to play the receivers. Like, I think the matchup makes the most sense for Kelsey. Um, and then Jets, I mean, I guess just Brees. Yeah. I mean, I think Garrett Wilson is also fine if you have him. There are not for DFS because there are better and cheaper options, but... If you have Garrett Wilson as a flex, I'm not going to tell you not to start. Yeah, and this, this will be a showdown, too. Yeah. Yeah. As we saw against, um, who, who are they playing? Dallas. Um, yeah. If I can tap it to himself. <laughs> it's insane. But anyway, Sunday night game. Um, Seattle at the Giants. I pick it Seattle. Um, this game swung a lot. The Giants were favorite at one and a half at first. Um, 
so I bet on Seattle. And then uh, <laughs> Seattle's now a one-point favorite, so I feel good about the bet, at least, regardless of how it goes. Um, this one's tough for me, because I think the Giants have started to put their stuff together. Uh, it they is their at shit in home. They're, all their shit's in a bag. Do you think Saquon plays? That is a really big factor for me. I think if he was playing, I might actually take the Giants. Uh, but I don't, I don't think he's going to play. I don't think he is either, and that's kind of why I'm with you on Seattle. He impacts yeah. that a lot for me. Uh-huh. Like, Breida's still like, good, but he's not Saquon. Yeah, because, like, he mentioned high ankle sprain. I'm like, there's no way he's going to come back, like, only missing one game after a high ankle sprain. Like, that's just stupid as a team to do, I feel like. So he's practicing. I mean, <laughs> and then, then what? Then he gets hurt again, reaggravates it, and he's out yeah. another four to six weeks. Yeah, just let him chill. Like, just let him chill. Um, everyone else, I think we've just got a lot of like limiteds and questionables. Andrew Thomas, he practiced Thursday, but not today, which is weird. It might you know, could be rest, but we'll, we'll have more info tomorrow too, just you know, Monday game. And then for Seattle, um, we're going to need the today practice reports because the Thursday one, so many guys didn't play. But again, where this is Monday night, the Thursday practices are like, you know, if you sit, you know, it's not nearly as impactful. So like all their linemen, their corners, <laughs> like half, half their defense you know, sat Thursday, but where it's a Monday game, we're like, we're just going to need the practice reports for that. Yeah. Um, makes it kind of tough. The main thing is like do their linemen play. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to think of how you attack Seattle because Dalton kind of torched them last week. Yeah, I mean, lately it's been the secondary, right? Which you know, which they do have for the Giants. Back. He was out last week, so he is back now, mm-hmm. which is good because he was their best corner. And then they drafted Devon Witherspoon, who's... who missed week one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, with 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 Wallen, and then you know Witherspoon getting acclimated, it'll probably improve, but. I mean, the, the Giants aren't really built to take advantage of the secondary as much. And so, and then, like, Seattle's, like, been a good, competent team. And the Giants' defense has just not been there. They, they were a team where, like, when, when we were going over them for our previews, I was like, if the Giants are better than I predict their record, it's going to be from their defense, which right. has been shit. So, like, I thought their front seven would be good, and it's just been fucking terrible. So, I mean... Like, I don't know how they're going to, like, they're not going to stop Seattle, really. And then. No, not really. Yeah, and you're saying, you're saying hey, Dimes, this game's on you. <laughs> so, like, of course I'm fucking picking Seattle. Like, they're just a better team, I think. Like, there's no reason the Giants should have been favored over Seattle. Like. No, I agree you, with that. Like, the the two and one Giants barely, or sorry, the one and two Giants barely one and two should probably be 0 and three. Like. I guess Seattle, who, you know, you know, Seattle had a shit week one, and then they scored 37 points each of the last two weeks. Like, yeah. once they had time to adjust to the lineman actually being out, they were fine. So, I don't know. They're just, I mean, just better. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. I'll be happy, though, if the Giants offense starts to click a little bit and we actually have a good Monday night game. So, a big ideal. one for me is Waller, because if... Waller has been awful so far with them, mm-hmm. and it's not. I don't think it's Waller's fault. If anything, it's probably Daniel Jones's. But if they yeah. can just get on the same page, like this is a good matchup for him. 
Yeah, it's so it's kind of tough with without all the Seattle injury news to dis- dissect. But Jamal Adams is back. Well, there you go. There's a box safety. There's a box safety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take Seattle. It's a mystery box safety. It could even be a safety. <laughs> I'm gonna take Seattle because Jamal Adams might not do dick for the secondary, but he can spy and sack Daniel Jones in the backfield, and he can stop Brita a lot, which is going to make Jones have to throw it. Yeah, Yeah, it's pretty much going to be his role. Yeah, I'm taking Seattle. (laughs) Yeah, I don't really have any specific player takes at the moment for these teams, but I do want to say JSN has had a not great start. Um, He did break his wrist. I was surprised he came back, you know, as soon as he did, but he missed a lot of offseason time. They're not... They're not going 11 personnel nearly as much as I thought they would. They've been like kind of lower league rate in that. Like They're like 24th or something, I thought I heard. Um, I think he'll get better and do better. So if someone drops him or like if you can acquire him cheap right now, I think I would do that just because where the upside is. So He's finally like looks like he's healthy and good to go. Yeah, like it's in it. Not every rookie's got to come out of the gate blazing. And then he missed time with an injury and came back week one where he thought he might miss three weeks like and then he's not on the field a ton yet so i i think i think he'll be fine but if someone's down on him you can get him for a bargain like i i'm you know i know i'm gonna be browsing around tonight and tomorrow seeing if i can acquire him so and if they don't want to give him up go get jake bobo <laughs> bobo because he was Cause uh... he's their fourth guy yeah he was a preseason darling and he got his tutty last week i think yeah he did Oh, Bobo. Bobo. Um, Ryan Kelly is out as well, it looks like. For the Colts? Yeah. Because uh, he, was, he was in concussion protocol, too. Yeah. I thought he might play. So, so we're looking at uh, we're looking at Quentin Nelson still. He's questionable. So they kind of need him. Yeah. Man, that stinks. All right, so I am. I think I'm off Moss this week. Yeah, with all those line injuries, yeah. Yeah. Richard's He's someone back who needs line. and line injuries... <laughs> Like, Richardson will just carry them himself. Definitely on Richardson. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Like, the line injuries do make me a little more worried about him, especially with Ryan Kelly out. Like, if you've got Aaron Donald across a backup, backup center, center. Yeah. that that hurts a lot. <laughs> That's not good. Yeah, I may revisit that. I don't know. Like, where he runs so much, I'm not as concerned as I would be of, like, a pocket passer. But it still isn't good. No. Yeah, that's that's but. not good. A lot of injuries uh, <laughs> starting off this this year. It where, where the preseason's like shortened and we don't get as much stuff in the off season. Like all the injuries just kind of pile up this first month of the year. Yeah, Instead. I thought I said last week no one was going to get hurt again. What the hell? <laughs> thought we changed the settings. I thought we changed the settings. This is bullshit. Yeah. Um, that end. Yeah. Before before we dip out, have you have you placed any bets this week that you you're excited about? Not yet. I did one for last night, though, that did really well. If only Musgrave hadn't gotten hurt. I placed yeah, like Musgrave getting hurt was a bummer. 650 out of 11,000. Sheesh. So I'm happy about that. Turned a dollar fifty into $5. But you know there what? There you go, there you go. That's five more dollars to blow on another game. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the Musgrave injury hurt me because obviously the prop didn't hit there. But, um... I did get the Christian Watson anytime touchdown, 
that that was plus two forty on FanDuel. So I'm like, right, right when that came, right when I saw that, I'm like, oh yeah, taking that. Oh yeah. Um. So that hit. Um. You know what? I can so go the... through a few real quick. Um. Ritter rushing props. Okay. There you go. Uh. Let's see. I got a Zay one. Flowers. One I like. Oh, good. Zay Flowers receiving props is one I would like. Because mm-hmm. Cleveland also is not great over the middle. Just they just never are. Yeah, it's been their thing. Now they've lost both Bateman and OBJ, so that's like okay. Um, probably do the same for Mandrews. Um, he'll be blocking, but he's also Mandrews. He's gonna get catches. Yeah. Uh, One uh, some unders. I I looked at like the mix in under. That one's not as confident just because you know like it could be volume based fine. But Brian Robinson under I took. Um, oh, yeah. Under fifty five and a half at minus one fourteen. Marvin Mims, he was he was plus four thirty to score a touchdown on FanDuel, so I took that. Nice. Um I yeah, I said I mentioned I got Seattle early. I did parlay so on FanDuel the total was forty nine and a half on the Chargers game. I parlayed the under and the, and them to cover on that. What's uh I was gonna say Gabe Davis, if he has a touchdown prop, I would be hitting that. Um I I did take uh this was one Birch wasn't looking great, but before he was out, I took uh, Ty J Spears receiving over. It was 13 and a half, so I'm like, you know, they're going to need to use him more. Uh, Pittsburgh-Houston, um, I'm going to ignore that. Though if there is a yeah. Tank Dell one, that one might be fun because that's just that's just there. Uh, oh, yeah, that was fun getting like plus 900 on his touchdown or whatever the <laughs> other week. Logan Thomas is plus 450 right now. At least he was earlier on DraftKings to score, so I took that. I think there was one I mentioned specifically. Oh, uh, Jalen Hurts rushing props. Oh, yeah, there you go. There we go. Uh, I think that's all I placed. There might be a couple more I placed that I missed. Let's see. Um, oh, yeah, I bet the Mac Jones passing yards over. Okay, there we it was go. Like, it was like 215 and a half, so, yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think it's kind of fun to, like, kind of get these on record so, like, we remember and the next week we can kind of see, like, okay, like, what worked and didn't work. Um, but, anyway, thank you all for tuning in. Um I planned it. We plan to, you know, be here every week now. Like you said, I, I won't be moving anymore. So um, that's always good. But um, you can find us online at mozzieandthemuscle.com. We put up articles and shit. Um, you can find us at Twitter, um, on Twitter slash X at uh, Mozzie and Muscle. And of course, you know, hear where you're listening and tell a friend to tell a friend. But uh, in the meantime, thanks for tuning in and we'll see you soon.